Welcome to the rock. You alert the media. I launch the gas. You refuse payment. I launch the gas. You've got 40 hours till noon, day after tomorrow, to arrange transfer of the money. I am aware of your countermeasure. You know, and I know, it doesn't stand a chance. Hummel from Alcatraz, out. And that is how you start a show. Welcome, everybody. Episode 9, FYC <laughs> Film Review. I'm your host, Gagne. With me, as always, is my partner in crime, Naldog. What's up, uh, man? How you doing, buddy? I'm doing all right. Uh, not too bad. How was your uh, Halloween? Uh, it was fun. It was light and easy, and I thoroughly enjoyed not going door to door and <laughs> having good. a trick or treat. So, you know, buy yeah. the kids the candy, stay, you know, stay at home, stay safe. It was good. How was yours? It was all right. Um, couldn't do much this year. We got like three, three trick or treaters and mm-hmm. a whole lot of candy left over. So that's, it's going to be tough trying to stay out of the, the, the candy jar. Yeah, I hid it for myself. So I, I understand. Yeah. What's your favorite? What's your favorite candy? Snickers. Really? Yep. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm a Kit. I'm a Kit Kat guy, but mm. Kit Kat. I don't guy. mind Kit Kat, but it's like way down on the list for me. Oh, yeah. I fairly enjoy the Kit Kats. <laughs> I do. Like Brad Pitt enjoys his peanut butter. Delicious. <laughs> <laughs> it's a callback. You need to catch up on that episode. It's our very, very insightful, heartfelt Meet Joe Black episode. So it's great. Catch up. What are we doing this week, though? We went ahead, and I am super excited because we've been talking about this movie for a while, and we finally got to it. We are going to be reviewing the 1996 Michael Bay action flick, The Rock, starring Nick Cage, Sean Connery, and a fabulous Ed Harris. Yes. A lot of actors in there. Um, And Sean Connery actually passed away last week, I believe. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was last week. Yeah, so. this kind of, I think, pushed us to, like, we got to do it now. Like, yeah. but you just, when something like that happens, you know, you want to revisit. I think I watched a few uh, Jeopardy episodes this week. Alex Trebek passed, Alex too. Alex Trebek, so. that's right. I mean, it was just, right. like, one of those, like, you want to feel, again, how those people have made you feel. They're larger than life, and they've been around our entire lives. And that's right. Uh, we had to do The Rock. It was, it was just, it was meant to be. Yeah, yeah. It was one of the one. It's one of the first movies we talked about, and I think the first movie we well, the movie we did was Michael Bay. So I think it was, you know, it's fitting. Yeah, I, I like that you pointed out a, a fantastic Ed Harris because I think it's uh, fairly underscored that he's like the bad guy in this, and that's my first note. You know, Ed Harris as a bad guy, I'm in. He he plays it so well. Yep. Um, he makes so many emotional speeches in this movie and um you it's one of those movies where you feel for the bad guy almost that that you almost kind of root for him even though you know he's got to get stopped it's not right but you're also like yeah i get it so this movie came out in 1996 right what was michael bay's big movie before this was it bad boys bad boys so bad boys and then this came out uh and i almost forgot that it was rated r there was like 80 f-bombs in this like every 10 minutes um and and you know there, there's gore there's blood and there's shooting so mm-hmm. i think that's why i got the, the r rating but i almost forgot it was rated r i was thinking pg-13 kind of like armageddon but 
the minute I heard the first F bomb and then the second one and then the third one, I'm like, okay, it's not, it's not PG 13. <laughs> it's not PG 13. Definitely not. Um, I, yeah, I actually liked it. I kind of forgot about some of the more gruesome stuff because the weapon is this chemical gas that they do in the beginning. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's a hard R. Um, I like his rated R films. Bad Boys was rated R too, and it was really good. I didn't care for Bad Boys, but the original? Yeah, I wasn't a fan. Maybe I need to rewatch it. I, I just I just wasn't a fan. I think it was because at the time I was was what fourteen, maybe probably going through puberty. Ew! Had all these weird feelings, and I just didn't bother to go out. <laughs> So I don't know. I don't know. My first note past the Ed Harris, like as a bad guy, you know, I'm already in was Hans fucking Zimmer. I mean, come on. The score is everything with this movie. And it's Hans Zimmer. And he is one of my favorite composers. And I love this score. It's so just beats and just deep, like, Oh, I just, uh, yeah, I, I can't gush enough about the score. I can't talk about it in the musical terms I want to, but it's like, yeah, I love his composing. It's it's memorable. I mean, I when I was you know a teenager, I had the score. I had, again, I had the soundtrack and the score. It's so memorable that when you think about it, you kind of automatically think of the, the, set, the score, mm-hmm. right? And, and, and I think good movies really have to have a good score. Mm-hmm. right not all the time but a lot of the really good movies that you remember whether they're a three or four or five they mm-hmm. have a good score and this one you you say the rock with nick cage and you hear that you know hans zimmer score so it's great i, I think it's great it's a wonderful score did you know who uh, um michael bay wanted to cast originally no of nick no cage? hit me okay here we go <laughs> tom cruise <laughs> no not tom cruise although i i think that would have been a good choice too nick cage is great uh, Michael Bay originally wanted the Terminator, Arnold Schwarzenegger. As who? As uh, Nick Cage, as Stanley Goodspeed. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> really? I think, I think yeah. And, and he read the script. It wasn't finished. It was only like 80 pages long. Um, and he said no. And I think uh, I read somewhere where he kind of regrets not ever taking that role. I, I'm not sure if it was Goodspeed or, or, or Mason. But, I mean, in 96... Uh, Schwarzenegger was still kind of young. Yeah, I mean, he made Eraser that year. That movie was not very good, but no. <laughs> he, you know, he was yeah. still doing uh, action films, you know, quite heavily. I, I could see him maybe as Mason. Yeah, yeah. I don't know who else could have played him. Nick Cage is a great cast, and uh, I don't know if you notice this, but he really he he doesn't swear a lot until the end. Like all the characters around him swear. Yeah. Right. Um, but he doesn't really swear. He's always saying like, gee whiz, or he's just kind of this nerd yeah. guy. And it kind of get, kind of is annoying at first. And then you finally get him swearing at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I noticed that for the first time that I'm like, oh, wait a minute. He's not swearing, but everyone, even Sean Connery was swearing. Um, <laughs> but it's, a, it's just the stuff that I noticed. Um, yeah. Yeah. Fun fact. I've never been on Alcatraz ever. Fun fact, neither have I. Really? <laughs> I haven't. Uh, no. Two people grew up in the Bay Area have never been on Alcatraz. That shows you how much of a tourist attraction it really is. Like, parents never took me. Yeah, parents never took me. Schools, I, you know, I went to school in San Francisco up to the third grade. And then I never went when I was there. And then when we moved, even I, I still, we never went. They never, my parents never took me and schools never took me. So, Wow. Yeah. 
I'm I almost, did. Yeah, I did I'm go sure to the zoo a lot. So. <laughs> Congratulations. When we get to We Bought a Zoo, well, uh, that'll be no. really relevant. Oh, gosh. What are you oh, it's episode about? 10. It's happening. What? <laughs> I think we just lost our two fans. <laughs> uh, um, all right. Classic uh, chase in San Francisco streets with the Hummer and the Lambo. Okay. That's um, another uh, Michael Bay style. Like it, the, the way the, you know, car chases followed the cutscenes, mm-hmm. things just randomly crashing into each other and exploding uh, <laughs> cable cars toppling. Uh, there's kind of going back to what you said earlier. He, he definitely has a visual style that comes out very similar to bad boys in this and in Armageddon. Yeah. Um, like you said, Michael Bay has a vision and he does it well. The car chase scene, there's a lot of, I mean, throughout the, ho- the movie, but he, he shoots the movie from all different angles, from the top, from the left, from the right, and even from the bottom, Yeah. right? From the side of the car door, the way the camera kind of pans and swings, you, you know it's Michael Bay. Mm-hmm. And speaking about that car chase scene, when I had this movie back when VHS existed, What's I... That? Yeah. <laughs> we'll get into VHS as another episode. But I would play the hell out of that scene. I would turn up the volume and I loved that car chase scene. I loved it. The moment he got into that yellow Ferrari, I was hooked. Immediately hooked. And I thought this is the best car chase scene ever, hands down. I was 15, so yeah, I was 15. And watching it now, it's still good. It's still really good. Um, I... <sighs> Finally, I noticed how much damage they did to the city and how much disregard for life they didn't have as they're driving around. Uh, I know. There's this scene where he, he, he takes like a shortcut through like an auto shop alleyway and he comes crashing through the window into the, um, the sidewalk. Had anybody been on that sidewalk, <laughs> he, he would have murdered them. So. Yeah. Well, clearly he looked before he went out of that window. I guess he did, but I don't know, man. As I, as I get older, I, I'm, I'm, I'm more concerned about the people's safety in movies than before. Yeah. So, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I hear you. This, the, that car chase scene is like, reminds me of, I'm trying to think of like movies that, you know, will kind of mock that stuff happening where it just seems like, Anything that can come out in the street will. Like you've got guys playing basketball in wheelchairs. Great. Like you said, we're going to have a car crash through a shop window. Awesome. Yeah. You know, we're going to have a Humvee run through multiple (laughs) different vehicles. Yeah. And we're going to have a cable car go take somersaults down a San Francisco street just for it to explode once it gets to the bottom. Straight up in the air. Don't know why, but. Really quick. They also had a little old lady crossing the street. Yes, they did. It didn't even look like an old lady. It looked because like a man. man. Was it a man? Yeah, I looked it okay. up. I was okay. like, wait a second. That does not, when you start rewatching things, you start looking for, you know, those things. And yes, it was a man. Okay. So it, so I didn't, I hadn't even researched it, but I, I saw that little old lady. I'm like, that little old lady looks, she doesn't look old and she looks weird. So I thought maybe it was just a man in a suit. Clearly, like you said, it's a man in a suit. So yeah. insert Austin It's a powers. man, baby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. 
can we rewind really quick? I yeah. want to go back to the hotel that we're at when he was cutting it, getting his haircut <laughs> by the by the yeah, by yeah. the stylist. Absolutely. Oh my gosh, that scene is hilarious. Yes. When he comes in and he goes, Oh, who did this to you? Or something like that. Oh, who did this to you? This <laughs> oh, is just not right. In it's fact, still it's funny. Nasty. It's funny that it's still funny now. So kudos to that actor. It was hilarious. Yeah, he's a he's a comedian. I can't think of his name right now, but he has another line too in the elevator where he's just like, I just yeah. want to know, do you like your haircut? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It still it's works. Yeah. It still it's works. Good. So it's good. and you need those those brief moments of, you know, breaking up the action with, you know, some comedy or, you know, yeah. some light hearted moment between Sean Connery and his daughter who Miss Claire Forlani, which we mentioned on a previous episode is back for one scene. Yeah, she's back. And uh, I thought, you know, even though she was only for five minutes, I thought she was good. I really, I I really wish they kind of expanded more on that relationship or maybe you saw him reconciled with her at the end, but they don't. And it's, it would have been intriguing because you don't, you know, stuff that he's done, but I would have liked to seen John Mason get kind of like that happy ending um, where he's hugging his daughter at the end. It just didn't happen, but I, whatever. And he was vaporized. That guy's vap- probably watching. Yeah. Vaporized. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that can happen. Yeah. John Spencer, another good character actor, used to be on the West Wing, passed recently, but, uh, you know, uh, Womack, the FBI director. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Fantastic guy as well that does really good in this movie. <laughs> Just the little moments, you know, when he's getting pulled back up from the falling off the rooftop and, you know, he's yelling at the FBI guy, you're going to pull my arm out of the socket. You just, yeah. you know, grumpy old FBI guy who's just been around and seen everything. I like Not story. everything because he didn't know about that slush fund for the Pentagon had. That's true. Oh, so, it's true. So, so if we don't know what we're talking about, go watch it. It's because uh, <laughs> it's hard to explain in this. Um <laughs> Yeah, but speaking of Hummel's demands, right? Mm-hmm. If I'm not, he wanted money, right? He wanted money for these soldiers of his that that sacrificed himself, and the government didn't do anything for them, right? Mm-hmm. So he wanted money. My thinking was like, why didn't they just give him the money? Because it's extortion. He took hostages, and don't negotiate with terrorists. I don't know. I mean, I don't either. I mean, it you, was like, aren't was you setting only... a precedent? If, if you do that, if you give people money, what, what are you going to do with them? Throw them in jail afterwards? Or are you just going to give those soldiers money and he's going to turn himself in? I don't know. But I, I was just, I was wondering about that. It's like, okay, this whole thing could have been avoided if you guys just gave him money. Yeah. Then more people try to hold Alcatraz ransom or other things i guess whatever let's move on <laughs> whatever just give him the money just give him the money yeah we'd be like 20 minutes in and like we'd never even gotten to the rock just give him the money okay <laughs> whatever <laughs> fine so we we get to the scene where they're prepping up right and stanley goodspeed is thinking he's going to help the, this team but he's not going to go in yeah. and then all of a sudden they tell him well you're gonna go in mason's already out there already explained to mason um and then you know good speed godspeed good speed is it good speed it's good, good speed, speed right yeah. good speed good, whatever good speed yeah, godspeed speed. <laughs> um and he's he's kind of he's scared and it's kind of like that that montage scene where the whole Navy SEALs are getting together and the scores blast in and it, everybody's there, good to go, good to go. Kind of like an yeah. Armageddon when they're in the yeah. rocket and everybody's yeah. getting ready to go. Um, that's a great scene. 
then you get to this really cool scene that they put in the movie was the the underwater i i, I just I yeah, just yeah. underwater bikes underwater sure. something um i don't know what i don't it know was. What either. diving yeah. apparatus I don't like underwater. Badass is what they are. Like it was like an excuse to spend some money. Like we're going to shoot this scene. Did you know that the Navy SEALs have these things? Oh shit. Let's do it. Like get me 12 of them. We're going to hit this. Yeah. And I I read online that Disney, because Disney owned the studio, right? They wanted to take that part out and it costs a lot of money to put it in. And then I guess it was like a battle between Bay and, and them. And they finally gave in and said, okay, fine. You can have this scene. I love the diving scene. Cause yeah, it's like, well, it's a little more realistic than I think just having them dive into the water and swim over to the, the shore and yeah. take that approach. You know, they had to sneak into whatever way John got out. Yeah. Which as we get, as they get into underneath the Island, right. There's all these tunnels. Yes. There's like, a fire boiler room that's still working after yeah. all these years. Um, no. Okay. <laughs> I, I mean, it's stuff that I never really paid attention to, right? But mm-hmm. now, now that I'm like taking notes and watching it, I'm like, wait, there's fire? Why is there fire underneath the island? Why are these boilers things working? <laughs> well, what's going on? Do, uh, do they need them because there's electricity on the island? Is that what the boilers are there? Are they acting like some kind of solar stuff? Whatever. Yeah. Uh, I tried to exactly. I, I tried to do some research to understand too because you get that like tunnel scene where they're in these like you know hanging rail cars that you know are moving I'm like did yeah they really have that on Alcatraz did they need that on Alcatraz I'm like trying to like to do some my head and, okay well maybe like deliveries and then deliveries came one next section then had to, I'm like that doesn't make any I don't know maybe like and I looked up and there there were in fact like tunnels and systems you know within Alcatraz were they this elaborate that they have you know a, a people mover on a rail car like probably not yeah maybe that's what it was it was a people mover the things in the yeah. sky look like sky buckets at Disneyland yeah, sky buckets there you the go. sky buckets yeah. yeah um and the the mine carts whatever yeah. they're called they just reminded me of Indiana Jones and the oh, Temple totally. of Doom absolutely yeah it's I guess you have to have some drama around them getting into the the actual main part of Alcatraz. Like you can't just like they land on the rock and then they're there. Like they, and when they're there, like, where do you shoot? I guess if you don't have some other, you know, interior design to go, you know, different places and do different things with the film, they stretched a little bit. Maybe do we go to the shower scene? Yeah. Sounds, uh, sounds more risque than it really is. Yeah, it sounds uh, uh sure. Uh, yeah, let's go to the the shower scene. Um, that was that was a really really great scene. Probably one of second favorite scene in the whole movie. Um, mm-hmm. just because it was really intense, and you know, you could you, the 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 Navy SEALs come up. The the you know the bad guys are they're on top, so they're kind of like you know they're overpowered. And you got Hummel at the very top and you got, you know, the Navy SEAL and they're talking back and forth and you get a really intense exchange between them where, I I mean, I got goosebumps again watching it. It's just that intense. And, you know, the rock falls and somebody thinks it's a shotgun. And then you have this just mutiny happening to the U.S. Navy SEALs by a U.S. 
terrorist team. So it was intense. Yeah. I love that scene back and forth with Ed Harris and Michael Bain. Like just, you know, I cannot, you know, you know, I can't give that order that they respect each other so much and they're trying to work it out. And it all goes to hell. And it, it's still jarring now. Cause you're just like, Oh, some like, you're just not, a, you know, it's coming. You've watched right. it, but yeah. it's still just like, Jesus, like they just wipe them out. And, down to the, you know, the young kid who's supposed to be good speed shadow, you know, going up and he's like, don't go, don't go like knows like it's an ambush, like don't go up there. And he goes up there and gets it too. And it's just like, as Ed Harris is like crumbling on the ground, knowing like there's no turning back now, like he's officially, you know, like a killer and this wasn't his intention. And it's just like, oh, it's it's gut wrenching. Yeah. It's a, it reminds me of like, like aliens, like when the Marines encounter the aliens for the first time and they just start taking everybody out, everyone's camera just goes out and you're just like, Oh yeah. God, like they, they did this. Like all these characters are just done. Yeah. So, so I, when I, I remember watching this first time, I was not expecting that whole team to die at all. Yeah. Not, I was not expecting the whole team to die. And it did. And even that, that one kid who was, uh, who was in Titanic. I just remember he, that kid was in That's Titanic. That's right. That's he was Mauricio or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Good call. He was Leo's best friend yeah. who, who died because he got shot trying to uh, open a fence or something. I don't know. Uh. Whatever. Um, but yeah. Uh, Titanic was, was a happy movie. This Titanic was a happy movie. Uh, I told you How I dare you? It's, it's not a happy movie. It's a... Uh, it's a three-hour movie. It's a three-hour movie. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, yeah, so that happens. And then you, you got John Mason and Stanley Goodspeed on their own now. This is it. It's just two of them, and everybody's kind of given up hope, except for Stanley Goodspeed, who kind of, you know, pulls up his britches and grows some big cojones and goes, hey, we're going to do this, John Mason. This is where the the movie kind of turns and becomes that like buddy cop where they're relying on each other and you know there's some awesome awesome lines between him and and Connery the the Carla prom queen you know the, I'll try my best your best like that that's the best line in the movie like Connery's delivery of that Losers line you know winners about their, best. <laughs> their best winners go home and fuck the I don't know if it's queen. the best line in a movie it's not best the line. worst line best it's line. not the most memorable not, line of the rock like it's not a bad line it's a really memorable line but it doesn't Carla was the prom queen <sighs> perfect this is it he realizes I've got the prom queen game on and goes and kicks some ass okay stand down all right stand best down captain all right it. I love best it. line. it's my favorite <laughs> I, I just, you know, anytime okay. someone says, I'll try my best. I mean, I, best. I can't, I can't not go into Connery. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. I don't so. know if I had a best line, so I'll, I'll uh, give it to you. Okay. I had to, I've been waiting. Kudos to you. I'll give, all right. I'll give you 10 points for that. I almost stood up and cheered when, you know, that it was <laughs> time for that line. <laughs> did you cheer? I did. Oh, no, I, did. I mumbled it under my voice and my family looked at me like I was weird. I'm... I have just, uh, again, a lot of random notes, not specific scenes, but I, it's funny because I had this issue with the first time I saw the film because it didn't make sense to me growing up in the Bay Area. But my, one of my biggest flaws of the film is when they fire that first rocket, they talk yeah. about it going to Oakland. But they talk about a football game and then it, it goes by so. Candlestick. Candlestick Park, yeah. That's not Oakland. 
And, but on the map, as they're showing the actual rocket going that way, it is Oakland, but they messed up and they didn't use Oakland. They used candlestick. I'm like, why didn't you just say San Francisco? Why did it have to be Oakland? Like, I don't know. Why did you yell out that it was heading towards Oakland? Why are you trying to blow up Oakland? I, I don't even remember that part, to be honest with you. So, <laughs> I, I don't even remember that part. It was so one of those things that as soon as I saw it again, I was like, damn it. I remember that knowing the crap out of me when I saw that film. I was like, that's not Oakland. That's funny. I was very territorial of Candlestick Park. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the rocket death scene with Candyman. 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 Not, you not like the scene? It's savage and it doesn't make any sense. Like it, it's a horrible like dance around the rocket, bad lines. I just love the fact that he got fired out of a window by a rocket, somehow caught him or, or he held onto as he goes out the window. Maybe the force pushed him out the window, but then he gets impaled by a by chain link fence pole. Amazing. Yeah. That's rated R. Rated R. You yeah. could do that with a rated R movie. Um, this is a great death scene. It's just, you know, when everyone's getting shot up, you got shot out of a window by a rocket. And yeah. impaled. I, I, I don't, I don't know if I hate that scene or not. I know I don't, I, I can't, I don't know. I just can't fully appreciate it. Just the way that whole scene came about. And he goes, oh, I'm sorry. My, my name's Stanley Goodspeed. I think we got on the wrong foot. Um, do, do you like do you like music or soft music or the Elton John rock song yeah. Rocket Man? He goes, I don't like soft shit. Oh, oh, oh okay, okay, be- because it's you, you're the Rocket Man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ronaldo masterpiece theater. Good, good work, sir. Good work. I love it. No, you're right. Uh, it's not good. I, <laughs> I enjoy it because I just love his response. I don't like that soft <laughs> shit. Like, it's perfect. It's it's 100 percent true. He probably doesn't. Like, I don't know. So Rocket Man's not for everybody. But I like the Rocket Man. It's a good song. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. It's good. It's a great it's song. Kind of, it's, it's kind of soft. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Uh, so uh, to think about uh, there's another scene, uh um God with is it with him or Oh, no. So it's when they're locked up in the prison. And I know what you're talking about. Okay. <laughs> I know exactly what you're when talking Nick about. When Nick Cage is laying there, and he's like, I'll take pleasure in gutting you, boy. He tries to redo it a couple you. times. Yeah. I that, that, love that. That he one's good. Uh, okay. No. Okay. I, I apologize. I thought you were going to go somewhere else. I thought you were going to talk about Zeus's butthole. But the I take pleasure in gutting you, boy, is pretty classic. I, I remember that that's probably one of the most memorable lines in the movie for me. The, the Carla, the, the quote yeah. is, yeah, but I take pleasure in gutting you, boy. It's funny. It's funny. I like it. Yeah, it's good. It's a good him line. trying to mock him and then say it. And he's just so offended by that guy saying that. What's, you know, just goes in this tirade of like, what's wrong with these people? Like, yeah. it's like the, you know, the nerd in high school who's like mad at the jocks. Like, just still bitter. Like, yeah. I'm being picked on, you know. It's, it's, just, it's yeah. so good. The delivery is, is very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. Um. I, I'm I'm to the to the end of my notes. I remember mean, towards the end of the movie. So, uh, without giving away my worst line, um, or or just sitting here quoting more lines that I that I I love. Like I drove I drive a Volvo, a beige one, beige one. <laughs> like, yeah, 
<laughs> just random things that he they say in this movie. Um, I, yeah, I'm, I'm. I think a lot of it was ad lib. Uh, originally, I read somewhere that the movie was actually going to be it's more serious than it was, but a lot of these kind of like funny, quirky scenes were ad lib. Hmm. And so I think they just stuck with them. They tried them out and it worked, but I think the movie was supposed to be a little bit excuse me, more serious than it, than it was. So, okay. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's, you know, one of those directing, you know, things that you're like, okay, Nick, your character is so nerdy. He doesn't cuss. You, know, you get out of that, you know, you're like, let's cut the chit chat a-hole. Like, what do you say we cut the chit chat <laughs> so, like, a-hole? Over the yeah. top Nick Cage. And you're like, why does he talk like that? You know? Yeah. Okay. I, I think you're right. And I think that's exactly what might have happened. It's like, okay, we're going to give you free range, Nick, here. You're a nerd. You can't cuss, but I want you to act like yourself. And we got all these crazy lines, which I don't think the writers would think of Zeus's butthole. I think that's more like a Nick Cage's brain. And yeah. they used it and it worked. Yeah. So, yeah. Here's, yeah, here's your scene. You're laying here and you want to know why Mason hasn't gotten you guys out of here yet. Yeah. So... That's a yeah, that line. So yeah. Bad. The well, if we're going to the end now, my favorite scene, my favorite scene in this whole movie was the ending. Was when he takes the needle, the is it uh, what was it? Uh, the atherpine needle. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I hope I'm saying that right. I apologize. <laughs> I'm not saying it right. This needle that he sticks in his heart. And then he, he gets up and he has to shoot the flares up, yeah. right? So these F-18 jet fighter. Um, which, by the way, I am a sucker for jet of jet fighter scene. I really oh, yeah. am since Top Gun. Just yeah. the scene where these jet fighters are flying below the Golden Gate. Mm. Oh my gosh, that scene was just amazing. And you got Nick Cage, you know, barely trying to get up, and he's lighting these flares, and they're turning green. You got the jet fighters kind of hovering above him. You got his girlfriend crying because she's gonna think he's gonna die with this, you know, these bombs. And just the score, this is where Hans Zimmer comes in and is so brilliant. The way he does it, that whole scene was just phenomenal to me. That, to me, is my favorite scene of all in this whole movie, hands down. Okay. Okay. I can't argue with that other than the fact that it wasn't really a heart that he stabbed that into. It looked more like his stomach, but, you know. <laughs> it's a little <laughs> He's low supposed to do it in the heart, though. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was like, but then he gets up and it's like down here, you know, at the belly. And I'm like, uh, all right, well, close enough. It works. I'm like, he was you know, poison. So I, I would just get close to, I don't even know that I could stick myself. I probably would just die to the poison, but yeah. that is, that is fantastic. The, the arms crossed, waving it like on his knees, just exhausted. Yeah. yeah. Such, a, such a dramatic moment, except it leads to um, a question I have for you. What was a longer explosion flight distance, this or face off off the boat? I don't know. Maybe it's a tie. I don't know. The folks at home can't see, you know, I've got a map of Alcatraz here. I mean, he was like at the top <laughs> and that explosion <laughs> threw him into the water, which is like 75 feet away, a hundred feet away. It just, I, I, I would say that this one was a lot further. I just was like, Jesus Christ, like the, the exception to physics and when people <laughs> get blown out of. But at least he landed in the water in this one. Yeah. Right. The other one he landed on. On. The yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so whatever. Sure. And then you get to the end, right? The, the end, and then John Mason and him, and they talk, and he he tells him, "Hey, you know, this this is the part that was kind of weird for me. If the bikes are still out there, right out the shore, and there's two hundred dollars, 
in my hotel room and I thought, okay, so he's going to ride back out underwater and he's going to go into a hotel room and he's going to get 200 bucks. I just thought that was like, okay, that's the send off. That's the last that we see of him basically. Yeah. I wish they would have, ex- you know, explored or just a little bit more the relationship sure. with him and his daughter. Um, but whatever. You're at two hours and 10 minutes to 2.15 at that point. There's not really much else you could do. I guess maybe one wrap up scene where he gets to see her again. I guess. Yeah, I can see I that. Know. Armageddon had a, a video, a music video. Give me a music video. <laughs> you want like a Claire Forlani music video at the end of the yeah. rock where she's reconciling <laughs> with her dad. He yeah. like sends her a random train ticket and meets. I love it. Know. Yeah. And then meets Joe Black and she falls in love and he walks her down the aisle. <laughs> okay, uh, I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Somehow tie these movies together. Yeah. yeah. I, I could see that. I take it or leave it. Yeah. I mean, you, I guess if you're introducing her, although, I mean, the whole introduction was because he got away and they right. knew yeah. how to get him back. And so yeah. I, mean, I like that scene because shows Stanley's not a, you know, not a bad guy. He has, he has sympathy. Yeah, he's got heart. Yeah, Yeah. I like that. I really like that scene where he lets him go. And just a really quick scene I want to call out when he hands him um, the paper that tells Mm -hmm. him, hey, go to Kansas, not Maui, Mm -hmm. go to Kansas, right? He opens the paper and all of a sudden, John Mason is like two miles out, right? He's two miles out. And I'm like, wait a minute. He just opened the paper. He must have run really fast to get all the way across that scene. And then he opens it and then he walks away. I thought, that's weird. Wasn't but, Connery a Highlander? Can he just like teleport himself? Yeah, but, he was. Yeah. I believe he was. Sure. Yeah, so yeah, but, I know. I I did notice yeah. that it's very glaring because it's like there's yeah. there's barely anything on the paper. So I mean, it takes him like yeah ten seconds to open it, look at it, and then they go show yeah <laughs> yeah. Like, unless he just sat over there. Unless he just sat there, pondered about it, thought about what he was going to do, and then he opened it. Yeah. But that's not what the scene implies. The scene implies he gave him the piece of paper. He opens a piece of paper. And then you see John Mason all the way across where he's at. He must have had like a secret tunnel like right there. That just like brought him up on that beam because, yeah. Sure. Whatever. Doesn't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> see, like, John Mason. Yeah. The, the end scene, I guess I could have done without too, but I guess it's like Stanley's happy ending wrap up you know yeah. he's he finally married in his beige volvo which i never noticed was the actual yeah. car he called out yeah um but it it did very much look like every other small midwestern town that michael bay shoots my god yeah. you know like yeah. dirt road like random yeah. one steepled church that fits like 12 <laughs> people and there's not even people around you know yeah. it's like yeah. church in the middle of nothing yeah. he probably constructed that just for this scene I don't know, but he probably used it in Armageddon too. So yeah, likely. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I liked it. I, I liked the end scene. I thought it was fun, and uh, you know, got the microfilm, and he goes, you know, honey, do you want to know who shot JFK? And it ends, and it was. I, I didn't have. Yeah, it was yeah. cute. It was yeah. cute, and so that's how it ends. All right, all right. So we're gonna go different this time a little bit, and we're gonna uh, segment our our worst line, um, and. You did you have one this time around? Because I know there's did. some awesomely bad movies or no. awesomely bad lines in this, but yeah, okay, you, you right. have one. This bad is- line, bad line segment. Yes, here we go. My bad line in this movie. Um, I, I mentioned the scene already, but it was the Rocket Man scene. I'm not gonna act it out anymore. But is when he says, 
He says, it's you. You're the rocket man. And he shoots the rocket and it sends the candy man. And we say the candy man because he was in the candy man for you guys who don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. He was a bad guy. Tony Todd. Tony Todd. Yeah. Yep. yeah. He shoots the candy man out and in the rocket and he falls and he gets impaled. So my worst line of the movie was, it's you. You are the rocket man. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. There's some some bad one-liners in this one. Uh, you actually already mentioned mine, which was oh. how in the name of Zeus's butthole. Okay. Because yeah, that's, that's a bad one. It's Zeus's so bad butthole. in how it's delivered. Did you and get it out just, of yourself? At that point, he'd already been going on for some moments about how angry he was at the Marines for gutting him or wanting to gut him. That I, yeah, I just was like, come on. Like, I, I just, who comes up with a line like that? It, it had to be ad-libbed. Who I thinks know. that? I've never even heard that expression. Zeus's butthole. Yeah, I I don't. In, 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 <laughs> I or never. let alone anybody's butthole. Like, yeah. who, I've never heard that expression before. In the name of someone's butthole, I've never heard that before. <laughs> it just sounds odd. It sounds weird. So yeah, yeah. That, I, my honorable mention was the uh, Connery to Womack saying, "You're you're between the rock and a hard case." It's just like, no, didn't work. But no, no. but the Zeus's butthole was much much worse. Yeah, (laughs) it sounds awful. Zeus's butthole was much worse. It's like a bad garage band, man. Zeus's butthole. Okay, and that 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 concludes the bad line segment. That is that is it. I'm I'm proud of you. One of these days we might be aligned in our in our bad lines, but. yeah, you called mine out. So we I'm, haven't I'm done it yet. You. We haven't no. had the worst line, yeah. the same worst line yet. So not yet, uh, not yet. It's just surprising to... because we both are been fairly aligned with our ratings, which takes us to the next segment. We like to rate, you know, our our rewatching of the film, uh, typically on a one to five scale, and we like to think about something specific to the film. Um, Armageddon, we did asteroids and. Scott Pilgrim, we did Evil Axis. Evil Axis, thank you. So, um, you know, we try to come up with something from the movie specifically that, you know, we'll equate the one to five rating system to. So, um, I had a hard time with this one. I definitely um, recalled this being my favorite Bruckheimer film, and it's not. Uh, Rewatching it reminded me that I like Armageddon more. Um, Despite Uh. how much I love nick cage in this and i love the action sequences and the score is better than the score for armageddon um it it's a solid wait i can't give the number yet i can't give the number yet because we didn't talk about what it was going to be that's right oh look at you i know i almost put the horse in front of the car Horse does go in front of the car, right? I always say that wrong. Zeus's like, butthole in front of the car. How many Zeus's buttholes are we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Why didn't we think of that? That could have been the rating system. Um, we do Zeus's butthole. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you do know, rockets. VX, VX rockets, you know. Sounds good. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go with four. I almost went three and a half, but I can't do it. I can't do it. Um, and why not? Because uh, I enjoy the movie too much. And I, this whole time we've been talking, I hear the score in the back of my head and I, I laugh at the lines that are funny and Nick Cage is really good in this movie. He's so funny and he's so good with Sean Connery. And I just couldn't do it. Couldn't pull the Wow. Four. Four okay. VX Rockets. Yeah, four VX Rockets. Good. 
Um, unlike you, my friend, I am going to go just a tiny bit lower. This used to be my favorite Bar uh, Michael Bay movie. And then Armageddon came out. And then Armageddon kind of blew it out the water for me. I think the score in Armageddon is better. Ooh. I think the whole movie is better. I think Armageddon has more heart. I think Armageddon just has uh, better characters. Um, and overall, I just like Armageddon better. Um, however, the, I did grow up with this movie and I really liked it. Um, Roy watching it again, I was so close to giving it a four. I was so close. And then I thought, okay, you gotta be true to yourself, man. Did you really, really like it? Or is it something kind of off? Mm. And unfortunately, this time watching it, as I get older, there was something a little bit off about it. Things kind of annoyed me more. Sure. Um, so I went with a three and a half. Okay. Uh, three and a half. Uh, I love the score. Uh, I love Nick Cage in it, even if he's crazy. He's not as crazy and unhinged as Face Off, but I, mm. I like it. And um, it's always going to have that kind of like that special place for me, The Rock, because it was one of Michael Bay's first movie that I really enjoyed. And, you know, he outdid himself for me personally with Armageddon. Sure. And like, like I said before, I I saw the blueprint in this, mm -hmm. what Armageddon was gonna be. And I really appreciated that. So um, I would absolutely recommend this movie, watch it. It's a great movie. I think most people will like it, will enjoy it. Um, so I, three and a half, three and a half V-Rockets filled with poisonous gas for me. Yeah. I can't disagree, and I almost went three and a half. Um, I think there's a lot of nostalgia in this movie, and obviously, you know, we both were raised in San Francisco, and so that kind of plays and comes through. Uh, I'm a big Sean Connery fan. He was, until Daniel Craig, my favorite Bond, and so for that, like, that reason, I can find so many good reasons to rewatch this and the fact that there is a bad guy and a good guy i like mm -hmm. that play i love ed harris and so yeah yeah three and a half out of between this and five at armageddon like yeah just, you have to live with that i'm okay with that i i will i will wear that i don't have any problem i i i am a armageddon super fan yeah. i'm not ashamed to say it yeah. and i know a lot of people aren't don't like the movie so i know people who do like it um, but I love Armageddon. It's a yeah. great film. It's a great I, film. I think it became like very easy to hate him after Transformer movies. But this was like, this was you know, man, Bad Boys, this, and then Armageddon. That's a that's a hell of a trio of your first like three feature films where yeah. you were given a big budget, big stars, mm -hmm. and honestly delivered. Like all three of those movies, I have watched at least a half a dozen or more times, and so I. Give props for that. Yeah, whatever. You know, he, he has a style and he didn't really get much further past that style. He does, like you said, a lot of those shots from below and a lot of these, you know, shots from the side of a car and yeah. fine, whatever. It's his style. You, you know it's a Michael Bay film and yeah. you know what you're getting into. So He knows his craft and he does it well. And sometimes it worked really well in the 90s. And, you know, as it progressed further, it didn't really work. Yeah. But, you know. He's a good director. He knows his stuff. And love him or hate him, you can't deny that he's a good director. Watch The Rock if you haven't. Let us know what you think. Chastise yeah. Ronaldo for going against, you know, what Don't he do it. used to say. Just no. No. Let us know. No. Don't worry. Was... He's not on social media. I'll, I'll cover for him. <laughs> Don't worry. I'll give him all the messages. 
I'll give Chris my responses, but no, but we appreciate yeah. everybody watching and listening and, and, you know, please watch them and let us know what you think. We we're doing this because we love movies and we like rewatching them and we love hearing people's opinions. If you want to have a debate on what's better, let me know. Let us know. We would love to have a debate on this. We love movies just as much as you do. And it's not like our opinions are 100 percent right. Right. We just depend on opinions yep. and we love them. And if you hate them, then too bad. So, yeah. We don't have uh, any teaser for you for next week. We'll come correct with uh, something fun. Cool. But yeah, this has been fun, guys. I appreciate everybody watching, tuning in, listening. We, we, we love you guys. And uh, hopefully you had fun with this episode. I know I did. Uh, so, yeah. And we'll check in next time. I've been Chris. Awesome. And this is Ronaldo. For your consideration. Later, guys. Talk to you later. Bye.